Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Four Dorksman Podcast. Tonight, we've got special guest DeLorean Wolfgang from the Secondary Heroes Podcast coming on board to enjoy a little bit of one-on-one time with us. This is the way of the dork. Welcome to episode 71 of the Four Dorksmen Port Podcast. Port Cast. Port Pork. Cast my pork on you. Apparently, we're hungry. Anyway, <laughs> I am Collector Clint. Uh, Porkcast. I think you're supposed <laughs> to go I'm next, Joey. I did go. I said Porkcast. Oh, okay. All right. I'm Asian Tony Stark. And we have a very special guest returning for, I believe, a second stint with us, which we're excited about. We'll let him introduce himself. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is DeLorean Wolfgang from the Secondary Heroes Podcast. Glad to be back again. We're thrilled to have you back, sir. Thanks for joining us uh, again. Um, I do want to say real quick that Alex is watching his football game right now while Joey's is over as uh, Joey and my team played. And I know we've talked about doing a wager, streaming it or something, but thank God we didn't since all four of the quarterbacks on the roster for the Broncos were unable to play today. So they had a total of 13 passing yards. You know, that's a lesson to everybody. Wear your damn mask. Because right. if the quarterbacks would have had their masks on, they would not have all been close contact quarantined. And they could have actually played in the game, including mm-hmm. their normal starting quarterback. So, lesson learned. Yeah. The hard way. Lesson learned. Hopefully. Hopefully from other people. Yes, exactly. We're all thick-headed. But regardless, as Nate would say, wear your damn mask, wash your damn hands, socially distance, etc. By the way, Nate is uh, MIA today in case you didn't gather. Uh, we look forward to having him back next week. Shit happens. So here we are. Anyway, uh, let's do some housekeeping. So first of all, you can email us, dorksman at gmail.com. And I actually was thinking about this. So we just finished our Extra Life uh, fundraising here uh, earlier today. And, uh, of course, we get an email every time we get a donation. So I'm wondering if Extra Life got all these extra auto-replies that said this whole long <laughs> spiel that Nate wrote. But either way, um, thank you for everyone that contributed to us, to anybody on the Nerd Unite team. Uh, over $37,000 last I looked, which is an amazing, amazing feat uh, done as a team, not only for the donations and the streams, but for just everything that went into it. So thank you for that. Moving back on to housekeeping, at the underscore dorksman on Twitter and Instagram is where you can find us. Please interact with us. Uh, hashtag ask the dorksman should be something you have always in the back of your head if a question comes up and you want to share it on twitter uh, dorksmanbingo.com created by toy rewind's own andrew newland thank you for that shout out to andrew alex gave us the bell so you're probably going to hear it a few times today and uh shout out to uh, larry from the sds guys and totally rad movie podcast for the redirect i think that's all the housekeeping right i'm it's been a while since i've done this so i, I gotta remember that sounds but about right i think okay cool yeah well, uh, as I mentioned, Ask the Dorksman, that's how we're always going to start our show. We're going to do it this time, too. So our friends at Three Beers and a Mic, which is absolutely a podcast you should be listening to. I imagine this was Manger that wrote this question. He asks, least favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Uh, Joey, you want to start us out? Cranberry. Cranberry sauce. Get that crap out of here. Like, don't even put it out on the table. I am, I am 100% with you. I mean, Thanksgiving has so many amazing things on it, including stuffing. I think stuffing is my favorite if anyone's curious. But mm. um, and they have this cranberry sauce, and it's like it's there because it's tradition, yeah, not because it's, it's delicious. In my crazy opinion. how people get about it, too. Oh, we got to have cranberry sauce. And then it's like even crazier that some people are like dedicated to having the canned version of it. Right. Oh, it's got to come right. out of the can. Like 
get out of here like that's like oh i want mashed potatoes out of the box like who who requests the worst whoa, version whoa, whoa, of things whoa, whoa, whoa. don't be knocking <laughs> mashed potatoes out of a box oh i'll knock them sir because they are hella gross and nobody should have to consume them okay all right wait alex where are you go alex come back alex come on dude <laughs> no i'm okay. leaving <laughs> all right so he, but, here's a question that i have before i answer well let me also say cranberry sauce yeah that that shit's gross get that out of here but to play off of joey's question or response about mashed potatoes would you guys rather have it like creamy creamy or would you rather have it kind of chunky where you still have little bits and pieces of small potato in there brian the answer is yes absolutely <laughs> i'm 100 percent with clint on this one is it like pizza then where there's like mashed yes. potatoes and there's mashed potatoes? As long as it's made out of like real potatoes and not out of kitty litter that you got poured out of a box. Yeah. That rehydrated shit. Then, yeah, yeah. Then we're good. It's yeah. aggressive. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Bunch of take off your white wigs there, fellas. Whoa, whoa. A little judgy, you think? <laughs> a little just a little bit. Just a little. Just we a, like food. Well, what can we say? That's right. So, so Ryan also says cranberry sauce. Yeah. Are you going for the sweep here, Alex, or do you have something else to add to that? You know what? I'll go for cranberry sauce as well, because honestly, I will eat anything that's in front of me. And cranberry sauce is just one of those things I don't put on my plate, so doesn't need to be on the, my plate. I, 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 I like it. It's funny, Joe. You were talking about how it's like people even freak out for the can and want the can, which is crazy. Uh, I'm reminded of the Bob's Burgers episode where he's looking for fresh cranberries. Um, I'm also reminded of John Oliver on last week tonight when he talks about cranberries. It's on his sugar episode. And he's like, nobody would eat it if there was no sugar. Have you ever had this horrible bog berry? <laughs> so um, it made me, it absolutely made me chuckle um, with that. So anyway, I'm responding to Mangard right now to say thank you and get his answer. I have a feeling it might be the same. But yeah, we'll I, can't, I can't think of anything else that would be something to poo-poo. Yeah, I mean, turkey's delicious. And actually, turkey's like, uh, to me, actually, one of the most underwhelming pieces of Thanksgiving, because then you do have the mashed potatoes, you have stuffing. I like green bean casserole. Um, there's always some really nice, you know, even rolls are good, because you can I, dip it and mix it in the gravy. Yeah. Oh, ahead, that's I'm one sorry. of my favorites. I, I, I'll tell you one that I don't know, it may just be a southern thing. But um, sweet potato casserole is also oh. really, really gross. So I could have uh, yeah. also put that one on, on my list. I don't want it's any not. sweet potato casserole either. I've never had that it's, before, but it doesn't it's, sound it's, overly I mean, appetizing. It's not, as, it's, it's not as bad as cranberries, but it, you know, and there's some people that just love sweet potatoes too. Yeah. You know? I'll, dude, I'll give you this. My wife made this macaroni and cheese with oh. sweet potatoes in it. What? Sweet potato. Oh, dude. Surprisingly knocked my socks off. Really? And it wouldn't oh. be the first time she's done that. Wink! Wow. <laughs> So that's where babies come from, me. Eh? <laughs> Friends, I don't even ask that question anymore. Well, of course I you don't. You've seen it. Yeah, you know all about it now. <laughs> Apparently, it comes from mac and cheese with sweet potatoes. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Babies come from mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> knocking my socks off. Oh my goodness. Alex wow. is like, nobody needs oysters. I've got the mac and cheese with sweet potatoes. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to look up that uh, recipe because it is really good. That doesn't listen because those anyway. I mean, it's, mac and cheese totally threw me off, dude. Yeah, I never would have thought, but it wasn't like a traditional like macaroni and cheese that you would usually make. It was, it was like it had onions, it had a, a bunch of other things in it as well. So 
yeah don't think that it was like craft macaroni and cheese and let's put in some sweet potatoes in it from a boxer i don't know i just thought i'd throw that in there <laughs> i'm not gonna lie though mac and cheese is just like mashed potatoes which is just like pizza you know there's there's good and then there's better anyway yep. uh thank you for the question three beers and a mic hope you listen to that podcast as well second question comes from our friend Ferd, who asked a number of questions this week but this is actually an old one he asks did you have a nickname growing up or in college and what is the story behind it you want to start uh, us off again joey i was i was obviously very um overgrown <laughs> at an early age so, <laughs> overgrown. <laughs> so my first i'll just i've had a bunch of nicknames over the years but i'll just tell you my first one was just biggs that's uh the guy this kid down the street he's a little bit older than us but he had like a really awesome house like it had like like a half size football field in the backyard he had like oh a yeah house. he had half a basketball court he had an indoor swimming pool so everybody in the neighborhood went and hung out at his house uh and played and so that that was the nickname i got uh at that point in life so i guess that was my first nickname very good that's a good it, i was hoping for something a little more derogatory i guess just to make it more interesting but that is a good <laughs> no. one um inappropriate um the one that came to mind with this is in, in college i'm trying to remember there was this commercial and um i'm trying to remember what it was maybe you'll remember what i'm talking about but this guy would walk into a room and everyone would just yell his name schmitty right so uh i did that i just randomly walked in on my roommates one and just yelled it and like walked away just to be funny that that still stuck with me. I see him still to this day when I go up to Fort Collins and see him. They'll, I can hear somebody across the room yelling, Schmitty! I'm like, oh, that's me. So that's <laughs> your nickname now because you yelled it one time? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't yell it for any other context that I just went into the room, yelled it, and left just to throw him off, I think. I, I'm trying to remember the story exactly, but. That's how the best nicknames get earned is just randomly. Hey, guy, 100% agree. But I still, once in a while, it comes up and I still smile and have to turn around and then, of course, go talk to the person that said it. But. <laughs> I really wish I could remember what the commercial was for. I want to say Verizon, but that doesn't seem right. Anyway, that's my answer. Ryan, what you got? Well, from the lack of derogatory on Joey's side, I think I can fill that void a bit. I have two. <laughs> I think I, oh, I think I've talked about both of them before, but we'll rehash it. So the first nickname I can remember having was when I was in elementary school. And let me also state the caveat. I am Japanese, not Chinese. But my friend's older brother used to call me Short Round from oh. Indiana Jones. And of course, he's Chinese. <laughs> and then... Oddly enough, now we know somebody that tried out for the part, that being Gary. Right? You guys are aware of that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Did not know that. Are, are you being serious? I'm dead serious. Are you being serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, okay. The only reason I, I'm like kind of shocked is he's talked about, he, I'm pretty sure he brought it up on the podcast with us when he was a guest. It might have been the one where he he filled in for me while I was gone. Maybe I don't remember him. Yeah, okay. About maybe, that. maybe that's true. Okay. But yes, Gary did actually audition for the part. But anyway, so I used to be called Short Round strictly because he thought I looked like Data or Short Round, whichever way you want to call him, same actor. And then later in life, when I started my DJ career, I used to go by DJ Edit. People used to call me DJ Ed It. So. It came out as like something random. They were trying to spell out my name and somebody screwed it up and they said idiot. And they're like, ah, that's funny. We'll call you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I still have one friend that will still do that to me to this day. Kind of like wow. Clint and the Schmitty thing. Hey, hey, Clint, we can't hear you. <laughs> 
I was muted because I was coughing. Thank you. No, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I did find the commercial. It was Verizon in 2004, and the guy answers his phone, and his friends all start yelling Schmitty. That's where it came from. So nice. Is it like one of those Waza things? Exactly. It is yeah. it, exactly like one of those Waza things. It sounds like the era. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nice. Right. How about you, Alex? I've had a lot of nicknames. Um, when I was younger, my grandfather called me Wolfie because my middle name is Wolfgang. So I was known nice. as Wolfie for a while. I weirdly enough in middle school, I was on, I was in the TV production class and uh, I, we were doing this little news report for class. And the guy who was hosting with me, he called me chop chop for some reason. So out of nowhere, he calls me chop chop and the rest of like middle school, I was known as chop chop to people. Oh my. I, chop chop. I say, I even asked him, dude, where did that even come from? And he goes, I don't know. It was the first thing to pop to my head and I had to call you. So, and then this was shown to the entire school of this mm. kid calling me chop chop because we were doing like the morning news or whatever. I, it was something dumb. Um, and I just skip ahead. Uh, recently DeLorean has become my new nickname. So I wonder why. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Who <laughs> I'm in my garage. I don't. I don't know if you guys post these on <laughs> YouTube, but yeah, I've got a DeLorean sitting behind me. And you've only talked about Back to the Future. I'm actually surprised you haven't come up with it today again. But anyway, fantastic. I don't talk about it that much. Surprisingly, actually, maybe to you guys. Not even to us. I feel like other people talk about it enough for you, and you're just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm. I just so <laughs> happen to be tagged in every Back to the Future thing, and I don't even really mention it ever. And that's it just comes I, up. actually, yeah. <laughs> and actually, I don't tag you in it because I feel like everybody else does. So it's that's why right. I'm like, it's already saved my time. But good, good, yeah. fantastic. Well, uh, Ferd, thank you for the question. Please let us know your answer. I have a feeling you will have a fantastic response. So. Thank you guys for the questions. Always hashtag Ask the Dorksman on Twitter. Anytime you're thinking about it, just send it out there and we will find it. We'll add it to our queue and we'll get to it when the time is appropriate. Fantastic. So um, I guess now we're on to our main topic for the evening. And um, we're going back, back to the future. Sorry, I had to, Alex. But uh, we're actually... This guy. We're, we're yeah. Wait, hold, would that be considered forcing it? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, good use of the bell. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, by the way, I hope Nate, I'm just assuming Nate's listening to this and angry. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway, somebody's going to punch out their bingo card. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that boy ain't right. I <laughs> <laughs> did do a Bob's Burgers reference earlier. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's more we missed. We always seem to. Uh, Ed, I hope we're helping you out. We really appreciate you still fill out the cards, by the way. Anyone should do it. it uh, Andrew's put in some time and he puts new squares in all the time, not only for our podcast, but for so many others. So shows work some appreciation. Give it a listen. Anyway, uh, I believe we are talking about old school Nickelodeon. Um, right. I'm, I'm, I'm right on that topic. I know mm -hmm. we've talked about a couple different well, things. Well, gee, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we I mean, that's what we prepped for, right? <laughs> well, we, we prepped for it. I, I have to preface this a little bit. I didn't have cable until I was in high school. So I never watched, or I shouldn't say that, I haven't watched much Nickelodeon before that. So I hope these guys have a lot to say about it because I don't know if I can contribute a whole lot, but um, we'll do what we can. So where would you guys be in the Nickelodeon super fans like to start? I would classify the other two probably as super fans. I remember watching, but I think they'll probably remember more than I do. Okay, let's do it. Yep. Let's start it this way. What is your favorite Nickelodeon show slash cartoon of all time? 
Oh, of all time? Oh, that's of tough. all time, man. Ooh. Joey, you want to take that first? Right. I, for some reason, it always is the one that nobody else remembers, but it's the one that I always wanted to like be on and the one I look forward to watching the most. And that was the Nickelodeon version of um, American Gladiators, which they called Guts. 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 Yeah, I remember Guts. Yeah. yeah. I've talked about it on a previous <clears throat> previous podcast, but it was it was my favorite. It was just like super exciting. Like all the game show ones uh, were always great to watch. That Legends of the Hidden Temple, uh, Double Dare, all mm-hmm. those were great. I mean, those are you know close seconds. I just always love those game shows, and I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one. But just growing up, you'd always watch them and be like, oh man, I wish I could get on that show. That'd be so awesome to be you know be able to be on it and and compete and stuff like that. So I still do that today, just with other shows. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'm, it's not something that kind of just goes away. Supermarket sweeps back, baby. Oh, I was oh, thinking The Bachelor, yeah. but either way, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> Make sure I'm clear on that. You and 25 dudes. What dude are you <laughs> That'd be the I made sure to say it correctly for that reason. <laughs> that would be funny if they made a mix-up, and then we just all hang out and party a little bit, you know, whatever. But um, they get free I like booze. I mean, all right, right. I mean. I, I, who am I picking? I don't know. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny. You're here. You're here. You're here. Hey, you Ted, kind of pissed me off in the pool. Man. You're out. You're here. Yeah. Can you come <laughs> no, to always like, Yeah, you're into. Yeah. Chad L, you're in. Chad P, you're in. Chad Q, you got to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, Alex, how about you? So to whip this back to Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Whip um, it quick. I'll, I'll, I'll jump back a little bit for you guys. I'm actually, so most of y'all know I'm from Florida. I, I, <gasps> lived right down the street from Nickelodeon studios where they filmed a lot of the, uh, a lot of the shows. So I actually got to see like, for instance, Clarissa explains it all. I got to walk on the set of Clarissa explains it all. They do tours of the Nickelodeon studios. It's not there anymore, which is an awful, sad, sad sight, man, because that was, that's a huge part of my childhood is that building. But uh, if I've got to choose one show it's hard to toss up between like the adventures of pete and pete and salute your shorts oh. <laughs> and here's the thing is those both came out around the same time right when i was right. a kid adventures of pete and pete was not really my tops mm-hmm. i if i if i go back now i'd rather watch adventures of pete and pete but salute your shorts as a kid that was the first time i heard a kid cuss you know okay let, let me rabbit ears it cuss in uh, on Nickelodeon, <laughs> yeah, air quotes, yeah, rabbit ears, air quotes. Um, it it was one of the characters. His name was uh, Spud, I think, or oh, was that anyways. the kid with the mullet? No, he was uh, <laughs> he was the nerd kid. Uh, okay. And he okay. said, he said, you know what really pisses me off? And I remember being like a six year old or seven year old going, oh my god. <laughs> you hear that? Did, did, am I the only one that just heard them cuss on Nickelodeon? What that's, so wow. I don't. For some reason, that stuck with me. But yeah, I'm gonna go with as a kid. Salute your shorts now. Adventures of Pete and Pete. With the uh, yeah. I, by the way, Alex, before we got on here, asked if he could cuss on the podcast. Now we know why. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm bringing the hard hitting words. Yeah. Wow. Dude, like, <laughs> ow, my freaking ears. Let's see. Uh, Ryan, you got an answer? I want to follow up a little bit to what Alex just said. His name was Sponge. Sponge! Thank you. Yes. Oh, Sponge. And let me just say, Camp Anawana. 
we hold, hold you hold in, our, in hearts. our hearts. There you go. And when we think about you, it, it makes, makes me want to fart. There you go. <laughs> Anybody that remembers the show will remember that they always screwed up the line. And what was the counselor's name? The dude that always had that Ugh. white crap Ugh. on his nose? Ugh was his name. Yeah, his he's got the piano, Lee. right? Yeah, I, I remember that yep. show too. Man. And donkey lips. Donkey lips. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh, you know, Donkey God. Lips is almost worse than Pissed. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. And they said that every episode. Right, right. No, I don't know. Thought twice about it. I, <laughs> they know. need to get these old Nick shows on a streaming service. They I think they should start dude. their own. So, it's funny. Are You Afraid of the Dark is on CBS All Access because this Halloween, I went back and because, like, my wife didn't really grow up with scary movies or anything and she doesn't care for them, I was like, well, you know what? I'll put on Are You Afraid of the Dark? And that that's a great 90s Nick show right there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, CBS All Access has every episode from every season. That's Because cool. I'd love to watch some of those other ones with, uh, well, probably my son's probably too old now, but maybe my daughter watching the Salute Shorts or, or Hey Dude or hey any of the other ones. I, hey I would just like, to, just like to watch some some double dare just for fun yeah you go double dare was i would go salute too. your shorts over hey dude though hey dude is a hard watch it was a good show i mean i remember watching yeah. it when i came home from elementary school but salute your shorts was just way funnier right you can you can watch salute your shorts on itunes by the way huh. that's the only place i see it listed so but as I far as feel... i sorry go oh, ahead go ahead sorry no 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 i was gonna say um that salute your shorts is just more relatable than Mm -hmm. hey dude hey dude it was like these teenagers on a ranch and at the time hey dude came out we were all probably seven eight nine years old Mm -hmm. like that a dude ranch was like not that yeah more people going to summer camp before so exactly right Right. more relatable dude ranch especially for me not relatable yeah you brought up the uh studios earlier and i've never been to the universal in uh california i we just went not covid summer but 2019 <laughs> summer we went to uh universal and it's the first time i had been probably in 20 years um and yeah not seeing the nickelodeon studios there was 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 quite disappointing i mean i loved all the harry potter stuff but you know not getting to see some of the old stuff you know so nickelodeon studios was never in universal studios hollywood it was only in orlando that's what i thought yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying that's the one I've oh, been to, oh, the i thought you orlando said one. hollywood i'm sorry he's saying no, he's no, never no. been and to california did, okay yeah i've right. never been to the california one that was the only one that i went to um like i said i was probably around high school age or so when i went but you know it was it was really weird going and, and seeing that much of a change you know yeah. since the last time we had been there not to mention all the rides that had been uh can but of course et was still still around and kicking at universal (laughs) et will always be there as long as universal's around yeah because even spielberg yeah Mm, he made some kind of deal or something with them didn't he that they had to keep it around oh yeah man at least update it i could talk theme parks all day long i love theme parks man (laughs) well we got a future topic then very good but in the meantime (laughs) ryan do you have a favorite nickelodeon show i would probably go with legends of the hidden Hidden temple as well for the same reason that joey brought up Watching that show is like you want to be like I want to I want to be that kid to go run through all that stuff and it always right. brings back memories for me of like going to the fair and uh, I can't remember the name of the ride but it's like they have all these obstacles that you have to get through on the ride to make it from the start to the finish and it kind of reminds me sure. of all those I don't know I guess you would call them struggles that you have to get through in order to get to the finish line in that show mm-hmm. so yeah uh, good Very memories good. of childhood. 
Very good. I'm actually surprised you all went with live action versus a cartoon for this. I, I thought at least somebody would. I'm going to just to switch it up. So um, there was a point when I and, and this is not, again, probably live, but there was a point when I really liked Doug. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about Nickelodeon Doug, not Disney Doug. There right. is a major difference. Yeah. Um, but I also and I still kind of like it more today than I did then it was Ren and Stimpy. Uh, Ren and Stimpy came out, and I, it was definitely, still in my opinion, not even a great kids' cartoon. It was funny because they showed butts once in a while. But um, <laughs> being an adult now, and you watch it, you're like, that joke is not for children. That joke is not for children. Oh, for sure. They aren't catching that joke, but that joke is not for children. Kind of so, thing. So, uh, this whole like uh, Nickelodeon thing came up recently for me, just for uh, they a documentary came out just recently called The Orange Years, and it discuss it discusses all these cartoons and all these shows that we grew up with and they talk about the nickelodeon studios in orlando as well and they talk about how a lot of these shows were made and how they were able to slip a lot of these like adult humor into these kids shows because they didn't when they made these shows for nickelodeon originally back in the 80s and 90s their whole point was we want to be on the same level as kids We don't want Mm -hmm. to talk down to them. We don't want to just create a cartoon just to sell a toy because that's what everybody else was doing. Everybody else was like, okay, we've got these transformer toy, transformer toys, cartoon. We've got these teenage mutant Ninja turtle toys, cartoon. Let's make, you know, money off of this. So the cool thing about Nickelodeon is that they didn't go that route. They, and I think that's why a lot of this, kind of latched on to kids like me and Joey. I mean, if Joey, I, you you said you were a pretty big fan of Nickelodeon when mm. you were younger. Yeah. Very, yeah. And that's the thing is because we felt like we could relate. Sure. You know, I, the, I definitely, yeah, salute never, your shorts. I could relate to those kids. Yeah. And there was nothing else like it, especially at the time. I mean, you're thinking no. this was back when they had Saturday morning cartoons. Exactly. Till 10 o'clock and then that was it. I guess in the afternoon they might add stuff after school. But it wasn't to the extent that, hey, it's, it's you know, whatever time o'clock I can turn on Nickelodeon and watch it versus, oh, it has, you know, between three and five on this network, I have to watch, you know, um, Animaniacs or whatever the case is, which is back. And I'm sure right. people are loving it our age. But yeah. anyway, um, absolutely could agree with that. Did you guys ever do any of the Nick Jr. stuff? No, that was because that no. came out after I would have been watching that it age. myself. Now, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure I put it on for like my kids when they were you know oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. age oh, to yeah. watch and stuff but as far as myself no that was after you know but like what alex was talking about you know when how old are you alex i'm 35 it wasn't your anniversary so you didn't <laughs> no pressure if you got the answer <laughs> wrong um so i'm 40 so i'm i'm a little bit further along as far as the the nick stuff as far as my age when that stuff came out but you know like alex was alluding to and and Clint said there was there was nothing in the middle ground for my age really you know it was you know like Clint's talking about it was you know cartoons for kids you know it was like Smurfs and you know that kind of stuff I mean you did have Transformers and GI Joe don't get me wrong you know so that could hold you over for a little bit longer and a little bit older but it was just like you jumped from that to show for you know older teens to you know young adults type thing you know there was right. no, no middle ground which you know like alex was saying you know nick was able to fill that void 
that was left behind, which is probably why it did as well as it did, because they were able to appeal to to a market that nobody was really you know appealing to at the time and and catering to them and putting out stuff and yeah a lot of it was fart jokes but again look at your demographic that's the kind of stuff that appeals to to kids when we're that age so you know kudos to them for probably taking a risk i would think you know putting stuff like that on the air when people were probably saying "Eh, it's probably not going to work well i mean imagine all the toy advertising is what well I'm, i'm sure even today that's i'm sure what pays for it and i say that um my daughter likes paw patrol and um I'm hoping she gets over it someday because it's not the greatest. <laughs> but um, the re- the reason I bring that up is they have it on on demand, and that's where we watch it usually because you know I don't I have no idea when it's actually on anymore. But there are so many commercials on during that that I don't, like that's another reason I don't want her to watch it is because then she you know of course the holidays coming up oh I want that that looks fun I want that I want uh, no you don't you'll get sick of that you know kind of thing so um, I always do remember they had like. Uh, almost infomercials for kids on during Nickelodeon in our time, a lot of 1-800 numbers and three install, three easy payments and blah, blah, mm, blah. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, I, I mean, that, I mean, sure you're talking about the risks they took, but I'm sure they made their money and then some advertising and having kids. I want that. And, you know, oh, yeah, once it finally took off, but you know, yeah, that right, first sure. initial pitch, you know, to studio executives, Hey, we want to make something geared towards, you know, middle school kids and it's going to be mainly fart jokes so that's what we're going to roll with well okay i i might have to start for you guys because you guys keep saying the fart jokes thing i feel like maybe there was three shows that had fart jokes but for the most part like like are you afraid of the dark didn't have fart jokes hidden well, some of the, you know what i mean early like, stuff you know that they were based around but eventually yes I, I, i'm not i'm not going to say that that was the whole genre was just fart jokes but i mean eventually yeah they did spread out into other stuff that yeah. you know that got them going but you know it's it's a hard sell in the first place when you're trying to gear it towards that particular you know age group and like alex was saying you don't have toys to market along with it to where those kind of go hand in hand oh i want to go get the toy so now i'm going to watch the tv show and now y'all mm-hmm. going to make money off of commercial revenue that we're going to you know so it, it was it was it was still risky but yes it's it's more than just fart jokes I'll, <laughs> well because I'll, I'll, I can't even I'll think I'll of acquiesce. one fart joke in Doug you know what I mean <laughs> I was I'm thinking sure was like uh, salute your shorts and uh you can't do that on television oh yeah so yeah. that's actually what all really that led. Yeah. so you can't do that on television actually kind of like led into what we know of as Nickelodeon it was yeah. that show that's it, like slime like came like from sliming. Yeah, it all mm-hmm. came from that, and it was it was a Canadian show that they just licensed. Mm-hmm. So it was, and then they took off with that. I mean, because when Nickelodeon first started, it was kind of like hokey pokey, and oh, we're gonna learn about this. Oh, it's fun, whatever. Like it wasn't anything special, and now it's like now it's a huge corporation. You can't mm. get Nickelodeon. I mean, you get it everywhere. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nick, you get it everywhere. <laughs> it's interesting because it started, I was just reading, it started in 1979 was when it first launched. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, well, and like and- I said, a lot of this information that I've got as well is from that documentary um, called The Orange Years. I really want people to see it because I'm I'm excited that this whole show was, at, or the, the documentary was kickstarted and, and they were able to capture like, like, Keenan from Keenan and Kel. Actually, I mean, he's a huge star. And yeah. now he's, 
yeah sorry i could go i love this stuff man <laughs> well that's why we're talking about it with you so it makes total sense that you would very good um i was just i'm just trying to think what else to, to talk about when i was going on uh back to nick jr real quick i did watch a little bit because i have a younger brother and ended up watching it i actually like david the gnome i thought it was interesting um the stuff they came up with but the fact that they've and the fact that now um, they have Nick Jr., they have Nick Teen, they have all these different demographics they're going after. Now, I don't think they have Nick at night anymore. I think that's... I was about to ask if, if if the documentary that Alex watched had anything about the Nick at night part, if they mentioned that at all. So it doesn't go into Nick at night, but it did go into Snick. Mm, yeah, I remember Snick. Still, yep, yeah. On Saturday morning, yep. Yeah, or Nick Saturday night, sorry. Saturday night. Well, because, well, it wasn't... Sorry. Sorry. Uh, well, Snick came about because there was that area in your life where you're where you're too young to go out and do anything outside but you're too old to be like i don't know hanging out yeah. with little kids and stuff so or going to bed early out, or going yeah. to bed early exactly right. so snick came in and filled that void and that's where you got really cool shows like the all that the are you afraid of the dark mm -hmm. like stuff that was towards an older crowd right really. Well, that's Which where it was. was awesome. With Rugrats was on that, wasn't it? Wasn't it Doug, Rugrats, think, and Ren and Stimpy at the Doug beginning? I think Doug and Rugrats kind of like led the way in. And mm -hmm. then you got your all that. And then I think it was the last show was Are You the Afraid of the Dark? Right. To really wrap it all up. Midnight Society. Hmm. Loved it. Yeah. But yeah, I've man. I've never seen Are You Afraid of the Dark. That's disappointing. No way. You like I said, man, I didn't I didn't have cable. So I got a couple know. episodes I want you to watch. All right. Well, you'll have to let me know. I'll give him. I'll give him a peek. Ava likes spooky stuff, so I'll sit down and watch it with her. And if she doesn't, she'll lose interest and go do something else. But I'll watch it. Oh, there you go. Hey, you, um, you totally should. But I the thing about should. Nick at Night, and I'm not sure which one of y'all are thinking of, or <clears throat> if y'all were just thinking of that version and not the version I was thinking of. But I'm talking about like the Nick at Night that had like the oldies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like smart, like, like, dream of genie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what I, yeah. I think is that now that's broken off to its like own channel. I don't think that's right, anything right. on Nickelodeon. I could be completely wrong, but I think it's not on Nickelodeon. It's now a separate thing. But yeah, I remember you'd be watching something, and I'm just gonna make up. You know, we watching all that, and then immediately after comes the monsters. Yeah, <laughs> there you go from this right. brand new color television. Or, or show my three sons. Yeah, something Fan Dyke show. Yeah, right. Green Acres is on, and you're like, oh, what the hell is this? Green Acres. <laughs> it was so weird, just that switchover, like you're talking about. Just well, I know it was just instant. Nickelodeon was, program. It's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was never any leeway, never any announcement. It's just like, hey, here's the end credits for uh, Double Dare. And now we're going to watch I Love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, it all of a sudden goes black and white. It's like, where am I at? Is this the Wizard of Oz? Like, it keeps yeah. going back and forth. You can hear the collective the sigh of every kid under the age of 12 at the same time when that happened at 6 o'clock at, at night or whatever. At some point, though, I used to watch the Nick at Night shows with, mm -hmm. like, my mom and, and dad because, you know, it was stuff that they, you know, grew up on and, sure. and watched and stuff. Right. So, I like, it, you know, yeah. you were able to watch something with them. The Adams family was on there. I remember watching like I, my grandma loved Green Acres, watched that with her. You know, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely, Mr. Definitely. Ed. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Ed was another one. Yes. Yes. So true story. I always found myself Sorry, watching I'll, I'll I Love Lucy. Oh no, I was just gonna say I found myself always watching I Love Lucy, but that was about it. You're not alone. Ryan, please. So in fifth grade, true story, by the way, guys. If, if I still had this book, I would show it to you, but I'm pretty sure my parents threw it out. I used to love Get Smart so much that I would watch it oh, one by myself. My, even though my dad used to watch it when he was younger, I used to watch this by myself every night. And we had to make up a story. You know, your fifth grade, your teacher tells you, make up a story, draw the pictures, yada, yada, yada. So what did I do? I, I did a story about Secret Agent 86. That's awesome. And him talking so to his phone shoe. and everything. Yeah. Yep. 
Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you weren't the only one because they made, they made a remake movie of it to appeal to a younger audience. So, you know, you couldn't be the only one that felt that way. I like the show. I get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was definitely popular for sure. Cone of Silence. Yes. <laughs> you found, yes. Well, and then they tried to bring it back with uh, more Steve recent Carell. Steve yeah. Carell. Don't you talk bad the about my Steve Carell. <laughs> oh, is that, is that, is that anybody now? Anything, are you, are you ditching Will Ferrell for Steve Carell now? Is that what's happening? How, how many Brick Tamlin jokes do I make over Will Ferrell jokes? <laughs> right? I mean, not, not Will Ferrell, but yeah. Ron Burgundy. He's the lesser of the four, man. He's also uh, the more awkward and weird one, which I typically am. He's also the shortest. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure what's there. happening right now. <laughs> this is the, it's like it, it's like when you're in a room with old brothers and they they shit talk until you know somebody else shit talks. I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. We can do it to each other, but you can't do it, or else you get the wrath of all of us. So that's what's happening. Anyway, um, back to our fun Nickelodeon chat. Um, did you guys have? The slime. I'm trying. It had a different Zach. Zap. Zach. Oh, it was Gak. Gak. Thank Gak. you. Did you guys Gak. have Gak? No. I definitely did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Joey, did, did you? Yeah. Wasn't that the one in the little container that you yes. could like? Yeah, just pop off the top. And yes, mm-hmm. I definitely. Okay, came I, like I a splat-looking container. Yeah. Yeah. You can make it. You put it back in, and when you put it back in, it makes like a farting noise. Oh yeah, yeah. there's the fart noise again. Yeah. It, got dirty, it got dirty so hey, quick. <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't know what was wrong with me when I was a kid. I like to take my hair, like take one strand of hair and put it in the gack and then <laughs> search through the gack to find that one strand of hair. I don't know why, dude. I was a weird kid. Man. I have a feeling you weren't the only one, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I, they might have even done that on a show or something to, to capture your attention. Maybe, I'm, man. But I'm trying to, think, trying to think if there's any other Nickelodeon merchandise that is really popular. Um Oh, dude, they made so much. They made, like, the phone. They made um, they made a radio with, like, oh, They had this thing where you had a screen on a wall, and you would turn off all the lights, and then you had a flashlight. to Like, if you put yourself, you could make, like, a silhouette. Oh, you could yeah. draw on the wall on that little Yes, uh, I remember that. I mean, Nickelodeon it made all kinds of weird stuff, but it was almost so golly man i'm going back to the documentary <laughs> they talk about all this stuff in the documentary sure you came so you prepped good thing. for you i wish i would have watched it like earlier today rather than last week though <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the stuff that they that they sold back in the 90s was all stuff that was made like gak was made prior to nickelodeon and all that but they it was it was uh something that like other toy companies and other uh cartoon networks and all that stuff they all turned this stuff down and nickelodeon was like well we'll take it we'll we'll buy that stuff up and sell it with our name on it and gak was the first thing that they sold and they made so much money off of gak and gak was turned down by so many people and something super cheap to make that probably had a super high margin of profit on it too that people yeah. just turned down 100 percent, yeah i mean the fact that look at us now it's 30 years later and we're still talking about it it's a good point it's part of our childhood you know right yep. simpler times and in life when we didn't have all the complications of being an adult but Yay, then uh, memorable, adulting. right a memorable part of our childhood for sure yeah. though so i uh yeah I'm, wow i'm i'm wondering if anybody would argue though that spongebob is definitely the biggest franchise now 
in think, Nickelodeon's history. I would agree ma- with that. Yeah, they're not making it anymore, right? It's or I shouldn't say they're making the TV show anymore, right? Uh, as far as Damn, I know, I think they're working on the you know because of course Nickelodeon has a like a movie studio now, which yeah, I know they still make movies, and I think they the, came out right. one at the beginning of the year, but I don't think they're making the actual TV show anymore. But it was on. God, it was it was seriously. It was on what like two thousand ninety nine even, and it went for it went for like twenty years. Oh, it went forever. Yeah, it uh, premiered in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Um, and then there was a episode uh, or two this year that they put out. No uh, I think one of them was like a lockdown, lock, lockdown type thing. Really? Um, wow. Yeah. It was. Uh, let's see. Lockdown for love. I don't know, uh, or if this ever actually came out or not. It's just the last thing listed on IMDb. But the last full season was like uh, twenty nineteen. Okay. Really. um there was some that came out in like this year but it's all like specials right and and you know how they do that they'll bring back a special here and there but i think as far as the last real big season i think it was you know this last one that just came out but i mean that doesn't mean that they won't have something no and like well they might be thinking the movies is where the way to go now or whatever but it's still 20 years for a television show regardless even a cartoon is amazing and i would have to agree that's got to be nickelodeon's biggest property by far and the thing with SpongeBob is that kind of ushered in a whole new generation into right. Nickelodeon. Like right. that's when we were getting out of it because we're now in high school at this point. I'm not mm-hmm. watching SpongeBob and when I'm in a senior in high school. So SpongeBob really ushered in a whole new generation, and that's when Nickelodeon kind of turned into a corporation, and they were like, "Okay, we're going to start making money off of our cartoons." Because before that, they may have made a few toys for like Ren and Stimpy, but you didn't mm-hmm. see like a cat dog toy. You didn't see an Angry Beavers toy. I mean, even even Ah Real Monsters, you never saw any toys of them. But once SpongeBob came out, there was a flood of merchandise for it yeah yeah i I would argue it's probably their most marketable uh franchise for sure as far as being able to to make money off of things outside of the ad revenue for the show like you're talking about with the with toy lines that are associated with it because you know just just every major toy line that probably gets licenses for shows probably has a license with them you know, to produce stuff. I mean, Thick Pin just finally released some SpongeBob stuff. We know Funko's been having some some SpongeBob stuff, and I'm sure, you know, there's there's Hot Wheels and you know, you know, all the oh, major yeah. ones have everything. Stuff. Lego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. Ninja Turtles is a is a Nickelodeon property. Mm-hmm. Every time I buy anything that's Ninja Turtles, it's got the logo all over it. Which is crazy like, to think about because that was not the case when we were growing up. Oh, definitely. Yeah, not. so yeah. yeah, so that's that's definitely new too. Because I was when I was researching some stuff for the game, that was something that I'd I'd forgotten about that it was purchased by them and rebooted again. And again. Um, and again. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um the toys that made us episode mm-hmm. on the Ninja Turtles was, was oh, very yeah. interesting because, you know, they talked about how whenever they see a decline in sales, they pretty much say, Oh, it's time for a reboot. 
and then they reboot it, kind of changed the style of the show, changed a little bit about the, the way the turtles are drawn, so it looks a little different. And now they're going to release a whole new set of toys and, you know, a whole new generation. And the thing is that they had a term for it, and I forgot what it was, but it's basically like when people our age that grew up on it in a certain generation, now we have kids, so we're like the, you know, the... Right the catalyst or the linchpin, whatever that, that ties it back into a new generation, be like, Oh, I like this. So you're going to like it. So here you go. Here's watch this show. I mean, I did the same thing with my son. So, I mean, I, I, I can't say anything about it, you know, showed him the old ones and, you know, passed along some of my toys to him and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, he watched whatever version was playing at the time when he was young. So it works. So it's funny. I, I never really thought about this before until I was listening to what you were just saying. And, I know that you were just saying that we're kind of the linchpins of having, you know, showing our kids our old toys and stuff like that. But right. really, we're the we're the new age salespeople. We're right. selling our kids on what we liked. They keep making the stuff that we like, so we're selling our kids on it. You know, it's, right? It, I mean, we're salespeople at that point because now we want our kids to buy all those toys. Yep. So we can live vicariously mm -hmm. through them. Mm -hmm. so i was just looking it up because i remembered them talking about it on that uh documentary the toys that made us but they uh sold the ninja turtles to nickelodeon uh for 60 million dollars uh back in 2000 i'm having a hard time finding the number um but yeah so that's i mean that's 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 quite a Quite a purchase price it looks like 2009 is when it actually sold. seems low to me for some reason i feel like they could have gotten it or should have sold it for more but what do i know well i think they may have retained talking about eastman and layered i think they may have retained some of the like toy right you know kind of like what lucas has with star wars where sure. he, you know he pretty much gets i think the majority of the profit share from the from the toy lines that they have with them so i well, think they I retained say... some of that yeah, I want to say that even with Eastman, he still owns just enough to where he still has say on certain things. Yeah. Like they can't they can't just make anything. They have they to like have go that through in him first. Gotcha. Yeah. By okay. the way, All he's right. got a new run right now of a comic. It's called The Last Ronin, which is a new Ninja Turtles comic, which is from what I hear is insanely good. Um hmm it's the turtles have died off but one of them is still alive but it doesn't say who it is yet but there's another turtle it's supposed to be phenomenal and i look forward to reading it i've actually Ooh. gotten to meet kevin eastman a few times because he lives out here in san diego sure um yeah uh, so, so right. I, I had the pleasure of meeting Kevin Eastman very briefly at uh, Comic-Con in 2019. I had been dying to get my son an autograph from him, but I misinterpreted um, CCI's information about when the autograph sessions were, and I thought there was going to be another day with him, and it wasn't. So I asked one of the people uh, around the Nickelodeon booth, I was like, hey, I'm totally messed up. It looks like you've given away all the spots. I was really trying to get an autograph for my son. It's his birthday. We're both huge turtle fans. They were like, oh, just hang around and just wait for him. And he's really good guy. He's really cool. And so the lawn cleared out. It's like seven o'clock. You know how the security is. They're trying to get me out of there, trying to get me out of there. So I kind of have to keep acting like I'm leaving and then doubling back. And he's talking to some like this little group, which he apparently knew who they were. They may have been some kind of big fan group or something like that. But anyway, once they were finished with him, you know, I went up to him and I was like, hey, I don't really have anything for you to autograph. 
but I, I'll just take a piece of paper. If you can put your autograph on it for me for my son, that'd be great. It's his birthday coming up. He's like, oh, wait. He's like, we've got a poster left. And so he tells one of the ladies to go ahead and grab one of the posters off the table. And he, he, he signs it like, and he personalizes it to my son with his, with his name on it and everything. So, That's so cool. He, yeah, he's just a really good, a really good guy. Can't he say enough really about is. Him. The dude is super nice. Like he's anytime that I've ever met him, he actually has made it like a point to like when he meets someone, he tries to learn their name and whatnot. Like, and I've come back and met him again, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you're Alex. Hey, good to good to see you again, Alex." I'm like, "Oh my god, (laughs) Kevin Eastman knows my name." Yes, the guy who created my childhood. I have. Dude, I've got toys and VHSs still in my garage. VHSs, dude, I've got a whole slew of them. And he created my childhood. So, yeah. Nice. He knows my name. He doesn't doesn't know mine. But uh, let's kind of wrap this up as we get to time here. Um, Let me ask you guys this. Let me know what you think. This, This is the last question. It just popped in my head. If Nickelodeon rebooted something what would you like to see rebooted and i and a caveat to that only if you want is if they rebooted it what change would you like to see this is a hard one because there's a lot of it really is. There is. There I, is. Oh, I was like oh here's my answer and then i was like oh wait and then i was like no oh come on because that's Cause I mean, I it's, it's love, like i would love to see a hey dude salute your shorts crossover Ooh. Oh. Ooh. okay now we're talking um i think that would be really awesome to where they turned the dude ranch into more of like even more of like a summer camp type thing um i thought that would be awesome and then then my next one was to go to the game show stuff and then i was like i can't pick i was like can we possibly do the same thing combine double dare and legends and um guts and just put it all together in one giant uh hodgepodge of a game show so i i mean i don't see why not i mean who knows what they could do but i'm wondering the reason i'm kind of asking that is um you know sometimes i think i always think of it as like the high school philosophy and i'm not saying everybody had the same experience but there's a lot of people that say oh i wish we could go back it's like why would you want to go back you already did it you did it right why do it again kind of mentality i did it right come on man I'm I, I'm just it, it's a hypothetical. I'm, I yes, I there's things I would go back and change, but there's there's people that I I know people who just like reminisce and love high school, and it's like, dude, it was great. It's a great memory. It's a great story. It's a great learning experience. Move on. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm thinking with this is you know yeah you'd like to bring back and I'm hypothetical bring back Double Dare, but would you and would you change anything? Or if you did bring it back, would you leave it exactly as is? Would Mark Summers still be the host? I don't know what he's doing right now, but um you know what would you change and that that's that's kind of the, the thought process behind the question and i i mean and joey i mean joey had a great answer combining two shows i imagine they have to get a new cast but at least combine them together somehow and do that that'd be kind of cool i think that it, yeah i'll second that totally now um funny thing that you guys had mentioned uh legends of the hidden temple and mm-hmm. double dare because they're bringing both of those shows back oh are they really those okay. are coming back which is pretty cool. And I wonder if they are going to kind of stick with the same thing or if they're going to ed- make it edgy. But, uh, and again, with Double Dare too, they actually do a Double Dare uh, like show where they go on tour. Mm-hmm. And you can, and I think Mark Summers goes on tour with them. 
That's and you can actually do Double Dare as an adult because they they make it now for adults. That'd be wild. <laughs> oh my no, god! Yeah, like it's not like a it's not like <laughs> a uh, like a show that's put on. It's it's on like a stage. You go yeah. to like a casino and go to Double Dare. It's kind yeah, of because right. who doesn't want to <laughs> stick their whole arm up a giant nose and dig right through everything? Right? Ow, Ow my back! <laughs> now um, that horrible plastic slide that's now too small for you. Yeah. I <laughs> So I loved your answer, Joey. Uh, I'm going to, if I had to reboot anything, it would be Nick Arcade. I don't know if any of you guys watched Nick Arcade. I, I don't remember. remember. It, it, it yeah. rings a bell, but I don't remember. Please You'd elaborate. have to refresh my memory more. Okay, it. so Nick Arcade, they would come out. They had a, a, like, when all the kids came out, they got to play a video game head-to-head. It was like a Pong type of game. But whoever won that got to choose first. Then it turned into a trivia game. And if you won the trivia, then you got to choose through an entire wall filled of arcades of Sega, like, and everybody always played Sonic. So this mm. was like when Sonic was like coming out. Mm, right, this is right. like awesome. So then you played Sonic and whoever won the whole thing, you got to go into a video game, pretty much a green screened room. Mm. Right, 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 and right. You pretty much run around trying to grab all the orbs or whatever you're supposed to grab and you're sure. in the video game. So I think with the technology that we have well, now, yeah. Yeah, dude, I think they could really make a cool video game or a cool Nick Arcade game because yeah, they're yeah. bringing back shows like like Supermarket Sweep. Bring this stuff back, man. Yes, bring back Wild and Crazy Kids. Oh, Ooh. there's another one. Yes, <laughs> Crazy Kids. Yes, Wild and Crazy Kids. Ooh. Yeah, good stuff. I don't have a way to top any of those. Well, don't top it. Just what would you? Bring no, I'm, back? but I, I agree with Joey. Because of the fact that my favorite shows were of the variety where you feel like you could actually be part of it. So as opposed to watching a cartoon, which, you know, don't get me wrong. I used to watch Doug and stuff like that. But sure, sure. living through it and feeling like I could do that, I would totally bring that back. And the concept of combining two of the shows that we all used to love watching, mm-hmm. that'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. No, it was a great idea. I, yeah. I 100% agree. And it's funny because, you know, you guys, like I said, all with live action when we said our favorites and I went with a cartoon, but rebooting a cartoon isn't exactly hard in right, a sense. Right. Um, Look you know, what I they're mean, doing with the Animaniacs. Right. That's True. my point. Like it, it's not this, but it's still not the same. So I don't even think that's like a legit answer per se. You know what I mean? And it's almost it's, more of an extension than it as a reboot. Yeah. It's a lot harder to catch lightning in a bottle twice with a live action show trying to trying to reboot it and bring it back um, yeah oh absolutely why absolutely Rocco, Rocco's modern life reboot did not work right even though I love the Rocco the original one um yeah. you know I, I they might be doing this too I wouldn't mind seeing more all that uh, I feel like yeah. Keenan was involved with the reboot of that yeah or they did yeah. reboot that they did reboot that. Okay. I mean, Keenan, <laughs> Keenan, I, I, I swear to God, he's going to end up being the longest SNL cast member by like seven times compared to anybody else, but it works for him. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm trying to think what else would be fun for Nickelodeon reboots. Um, While you're thinking of that, I did yeah. want to say something earlier. Can we also touch on the subject that I feel like Nickelodeon was way ahead of its time? Because if you look at the variety of different shows that they had for like ethnic backgrounds, right? You had the Dude Ranch. You had, I mean, Summer Camp, maybe not totally ethnic background, but what was it? Something Wu, the Chinese girl. So they had like an Asian show. They had all that, which was a variety, variety cast. And then they had Keenan and Kel, which obviously catered to that demographic. So mm-hmm. before even there were like sitcoms all across the board, like fresh off the boat. That's the only Asian sitcom I can really think of mm-hmm. aside from um, 
what's that Korean uh, comic's name? Margaret Schull, right? Where she's talking oh. about her mom. I really think they were Made ahead in of America. Their time. Was that the name of that one? They were ahead of about. their time. They really yeah. were. I want to piggyback off of what you're saying, uh, Ryan. Um, it's funny that you say all this because this they really did. Their their CEOs were all female. They, mm. And they I think they still have a female CEO. Oh, I didn't know that. That's like, fun. This is like and they go over it in this documentary of how how this was very rare to have all these CEOs and COOs, all these people very very high up where usually a white man would be it was a female which was fantastic it was really cool and even like for instance the show clarissa explains it all the fact that most networks would say well let's change the 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 main character to a boy because we're going to lose our entire boy audience if we cast a girl but that wasn't the case when you watch that everybody can relate to her she like I loved the show. Mm-hmm. Most boys loved Clarissa Explains It All because she was cool. She was hip. She was the girl mm-hmm. next door that we all wanted to hang out with and, and hang around. You know, it, 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 and you're right. that That's another little bit of diversity. Yeah. And just for clarification, the Margaret Cho show was called All American Girl. There you go. Thank you. I thought for it was clarifying. Made in America over there. And aside from the live action, I think it also important to say like, and correct me if, you guys feel otherwise, but Doug was always, in my opinion, very socially awkward. And if you compare it to current <laughs> yeah. times, and I mean, it's important that we bring it up because there are a lot of kids that are autistic, whether you're very high on the spectrum or very low on the spectrum, it's important that they address those types of things that kids can be different and they can still be, you know, in the group per se. Have a vivid imagination where it allows you to think of things in a different aspect. So I, now that yeah. I'm an adult and I can see things from a different light, because I used to love watching Doug. Sure. Who wouldn't want to put their underpants over their pants, right? And wear well, I've, I've seen never, I've seen never Coil, Coil Man. Man outfits and Halloween costumes, so I totally get that. I'm going to go back now as an adult, and I, I don't know if they really meant it that way. And But again, they were they very ahead of their time yeah. for making kids feel welcomed, for being who they are. Yeah, well, and another thing about Doug, too, is it also... Uh, color diversity. I mean, every character on that show was a different color. <laughs> Scooter was green. Pork chop. <laughs> yep. Pork chop was blue or bluish gray. I mean, right. but there was green characters. There was blue characters. There was purple characters. It was fantastic. And yeah. everybody was accepted. Yes. Yeah. Except for yeah. Roger, because he was a jerk. Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, but he was accepted. He wasn't accepted because he was a jerk, not because of how he looked or did or, you know, or his coat he would just treat people poorly but you're absolutely right That's i a got a question point, for you ryan yep did you have a crush on patty mayonnaise <laughs> no but the, but, but the name like mayonnaise I how could did. you not right <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, did. I, did. I bet you did she had that southern accent oh got me <laughs> she had blonde hair and a southern accent oh chef's kiss baby if you can call that hair but anyway <laughs> so my answer going back to the original question about reboots is i think i would like to see a cartoon spinoff I think it might be cool to see Nickelodeon's Doug um, maybe in a different perspective or later on or, you know, the Patty, maybe do it through Patty's perspective instead or do, oh, um, okay. you know, something around those lines. Do uh, do Hey Arnold and do uh, Gerald's perspective or do, um, you know, then 20 years later, something like that. Uh, just cool. to see cool just idea. see some ideas because I think, uh, you know, the adults have evolved and the kids might learn something. So that's my answer. Yeah. 
So that has been our fun Nickelodeon chat. Obviously, like most of our chats, we can go much longer, but we do want to, you know, give you your time back. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't drive watching everybody. Alex just uh, pulled his headphones away from his ears. I'm preparing myself. Yes, I understand why. Um, before we do that, though, real quick, all four of us were wearing headgear. Joey has since taken his off, but you still need a ring for that. With that said, what time is it? It's game time. Okay, now I can turn it louder again. All right, we're back. <laughs> All Joey right. lays on us, man. This week's game is called Name That Tune. Ah, uh, T-O-N. Nice. Y- yeah, oh, thanks, Clint, for explaining it to everybody. <laughs> this week's game is a hybrid, so the first 15 rounds... I'm going to give you three characters from a famous Nicktoon in descending difficulty. So the first one will be the most difficult. The third one will be the should give it away if you haven't gotten it yet. Uh, As soon as you know what show these characters are from, you will buzz in. If you get it right after the first clue, it's 15 points. If you get it right after the second clue, it's 10 points. And after the third clue, it's five points. You lose the same amount of points if you are wrong. You cannot steal until the next clue is given if someone was wrong on the previous clue. You will use the points you earned from rounds 1 through 15 to answer an individual final trivia question that only you can answer. You'll tell me your wager, and then you'll pick a number 1 through 5. First place picks last, so reverse order, because one of the five is a trap where you're forced to give all the points you wagered to someone else. Trivia questions are about classic Nick cartoon, uh, excuse me, live action TV shows. That's the trivia questions. So those are not about the cartoons. For the final one. For the final questions, okay. yes. Those are about Got live it. action. Well, cool. because I'm a dumb person, I might need you to repeat some of that later on down the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's. let's I do, do have a question. Thing. I do have a question. I just want to make sure I'm clear. If you answer wrong, you lose. You don't. You don't miss those points. You lose points. So if you answer on a 15, not only do you not get the 15, but you lose 15 points. Correct. Okay. I just want to make so sure you I lose that. 15, and then the person that wants to steal has to wait till the second clues uh, okay. read out. Got okay. that. Okay. Here Great. we go. First one. Harold Berman. Alex. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold is correct. Well done, Very sir. Good, sir. Mm. Yes, well done mm. indeed. Another quick question, and not that it'll matter. If you answer, if, say Alex answered then and got it wrong, he cannot answer again for that round. Correct. That's correct okay. as well. Yes. Okay. What was you... the other? What was the other clue? I, never mind. Don't don't tell me. I, I'm just. Oh, I want to know what were the other two. Uh, the other two were Gerald. Johansson. Oh, got, yeah. Oh, and, easily, yeah. And Helga was the third. Oh, Helga would have. Yeah. Oh, Helga would have definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, on to round two. The first clue. Principal Waxelplax. Clint. That's got to be Doug. No, that is incorrect. Wow. So right. I will give another clue for Ryan and for Alex. Doug Dimidome. I'm very disappointed in both of you gentlemen. And the third and final clue is Timmy Turner. Oh. Alex? Recess? No, that's a minus five. This is a Disney show. 
Jeez. I know it now. Clint knows now, although he can't get points, but you can go ahead and tell us. No, it's um it's fairly odd parents. Fairly odd Very parents. Odd parents. Oh, that yeah. was way after my time. Yeah. yeah. I did not watch Hey Arnold and I never watched that show either. So I never watched that one either. You have more you have more points than I do. All right, here we go. Third round. The Flying Dutchman. Clint. Ren and Stimpy. Incorrect. Clint's Damn. really trying to be in the negative Nate points tonight, boy. Tell you what. I'm not drawing. I'm succeeding. I tell you what. I tell you what. Clue number two. Sandy Cheeks. Oh, damn it. Alex. Mm, SpongeBob SquarePants. That's another SpongeBob show I've never watched. Is correct. Even though I it's your most successful it, show. But, oh. What was that, 10? Yeah. Yes. You're 15 now. Correct. Well, no, no he's at, at 20. 20. He's at 20. Oh, sorry, you're right. You're 20. What was the last clue? SpongeBob or Patrick? Patrick Starfish? Plankton. 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 Yeah. yeah. Some of the easier shows, I tried to stay away from the super easy characters, but some of them I tried. Like Timmy Turner, I thought, oh, well, they'll get they'll get it by then. But, you know, right. they're lame. They've never watched it. Yep. All right. We all Round don't have that age. <laughs> Go on. Lil DeVille. Oh. Alex. Rugrats. Yeah. Rugrats is correct. That one I knew. What were the other two? Uh, Lil and Phil. Chucky. Chucky. And then Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tommy Pickle. Pickles. And real quick, they actually rebooted that show where they're all grown up. Yeah, which is weird. I've heard about that. So it it was weird, but I was like, finally, something that, like, I don't know. They grew up with us a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Number five. Mr. Ping. Hmm. Second clue. Mantis. Third and final hold on, clue. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I, guess, I guess I didn't realize that was a, a Nickelodeon thing. Is that um, Kung Fu Panda? Kung Fu Panda is correct. So Mantis. now you're only at negative 20. Good job, Clint. I was going to say, oh, you're, Guardians you're of the Galaxy, volume two. You're going for newer Nick, man. Uh, that's weird. I did not that's realize a that. Completely different from it's that, it's, it, it's yeah, like a Kung Fu Panda. There's a Nickelodeon version I of no it, the TV show. Yeah, wow. I, 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 I kind of went all over the place. There's newer sure, stuff. No, there's I just mid-range stuff. There's older cartoons. So I, no, just, I have great, no idea. Man. Yeah. Here we go. Round six. Goddard. Second clue. Sheen Estevez. Sheen? Wow. No. Third and final clue. No Carl Weezer. Also known as Carl Weathers. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Dang. This would be Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Oh, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. I that was that. actually a fun show. I it only really watched was. a couple of it. But yeah. All right. Here we go. Round seven. Ed Bighead. Oh. Alex. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. Correct for 15 points. Well done. I would have laughed. I would have, I would have literally fell out my chair if that was wrong after he sang that. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. If this is wrong, this is going to sound real dumb. This might be another one that y'all might struggle with because it's one of the newer ones. I'll give you that clue. Right. Uh, first clue. 
Sam Manson. Second clue, Tucker Foley. Third and final clue, Danny Fenton. God, you know people are sitting there listening to this. Oh, I'm sure they are. (laughs) I have have an idea, but I'm not willing to wager on it. I don't even know what the show is called now I think about it. Never mind. Correct answer was Danny Phantom. Never Mm. even heard of it. It's another another Butch Hartman uh, cartoon, the same guy that did uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Ah, makes sense. All right, here we go. This one, hopefully, y'all should get. (laughs) First clue, Soka. Ava knows it. Oh, Apparently. Man. I feel Second like... clue, Katara. Oh, damn it. I should know this. Third and final clue. I don't want to hit it. Ang. Yeah, I did know it. Last Airbender. Oh. Yes, Avatar oh, The Last Airbender. Man. Correct. I almost said, like, Clone Wars. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so far... Clint is in our lead with no. 50 points. How? Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Read that again. That's not right. Hold on. That is definitely not right. <laughs> Who's in the lead? Uh, uh, sorry, Alex. With there 50. we go. That is right. Clint is in the the lead in the negative. Right. If we were playing golf, I'd negative awesome. 15, negative yeah. eight points. And then yep. Ryan staying on brand with Ryan points so far. Round 10. He's just used to me winning. That's all. he just he just acquiesces early that's right okay uh and i apologize to our listeners that may be fans of this show if i pronounce any of the names wrong uh tito mccani clue number two twister rodriguez oh man (gasps) could it be no and here should be the giveaway here it comes alex Clue number three, auto rocket. Alex? Rocket power. Rocket power. The hell it was the auto. Auto had like dinged something in my brain. I had never even heard of that show. Same. Oh, dude. Actually, you, well, I guess you wouldn't. You're not really a beachy type of guy, so never mind. Round 11. Good to you, Ryan. <laughs> Neither am I. First, first clue, Mrs. Pepper. Clint. Blues clues. Blues clues. clues. <laughs> you're actually in the positive now, sir. No, oh, no, no, I'm just no, not sorry, you're, you're a, you're a What zero. was the other clues for that one? <laughs> uh, Tickety Talk and Magenta. Were the oh, clues. so good. Yeah. So good. I wouldn't know those. <laughs> anyway. All right. Here we go. Round 12. Mr. Horse. Clint. That's <clears throat> That's Ren and Stimpy. You oh, are yeah. now in the positive. Dude, oh, Mr. Horse was like my, it. Oh, that was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> That's Mr. all Horse. he said. I think I don't think he ever said anything else, did he? No, sir. Didn't no, like sir. Didn't <laughs> like it. I remember that. That's Close all he ever ones. said. Uh, Muddy Mud Skipper. Oh. And then my favorite, Powdered Toast Man. Powdered Toast <laughs> Powdered Toast <laughs> I was hoping you would say log. Log. <laughs> What rolls downstairs? Holes and pears are over your neighbor's, neighbor's dog. dog. It's great for a snack if it's on it's your back. It's log, log, log. log. It's log, it's log. log. It's big, it's, it's heavy, heavy, it's wood. wood. It's log, log. It's better, it's better than, than bad. Than, it's good. There you go. <laughs>
That's the right, title. Here we go. It's better than bad. It's good. That's the one. <laughs> it's appropriate for our for our podcast. Absolutely. Right, round thirteen. First clue. Rico. Second clue. Skipper. Third clue. Kowalski. Oh, 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 I got it. I got it. I didn't realize this was them either. Apparently, they own all the DreamWorks come out, uh, things. This is uh, Penguins of Madagascar. Correct. Penguins oh is correct. This is a nickel. That's Nickelodeon. Right. That's exactly because Rico. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, the second name, I didn't ring in fast enough. But yeah, there was a I couple just... that they did uh, like Barnyard. That was a, I mm. think a DreamWorks cartoon, uh, cartoon movie. It, it had a TV show for a while as well. There were a few others. Um, okay. Here we go. Round 14. First clue. Roger Klotz. Oh. Alex. Doug. Doug's correct. Mm. Your other two clues were <laughs> Peter Valentine and Patty Mayonnaise. Oh, okay. I would have gotten Patty, but I don't think I even need. I didn't know Peter's last name ever. All right, no love Skeeter. for Chop. Skeeter, not Peter. Peter. See, I didn't know Peter's last name apparently either. <laughs> yep, Skeeter Valentine. All right, here we go. What? Last one. Come on, Ryan. You got to get on the board with this one, brother. I knew two. I just didn't ring in <laughs> fast enough. So. <laughs> oh well. Okay then. Yeah. All right. Last one. First clue. Irma Langenstein. Yeah, I'm not getting any points. <laughs> <laughs> Second clue. Baxter Stockman. Oh, oh, oh. Clint. Oh, my God. That'd be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, my God. Correct. What was the first clue again? Irma. Remember April O'Neil's friend? No. 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 <laughs> I don't remember her. I think it was like her roommate or something. Holy, it's a yeah, what was your last clue? Stockman. I'm like, I know that. <laughs> I, I, April O'Neil. Is it April O'Neil? Oh, right. hell. yeah. Okay, so we have two participants in the final <laughs> round. Because Ryan has, you know what, Ryan? I'm going to spot you some points, brother. Wow, look at that. Here, can you give points. him 20 of mine? Oh, you want to make oh. things interesting? Wow. I'll look give him you. 20 of mine. Okay, so I don't Ryan care what anybody has... says about you, Alex. You're a nice guy. Yeah, I especially what Clint that. says about you. So... <laughs> Alex, you're you down to 50. <laughs> Clint, you are at 30. And Ryan, you have your 20 points. Okay. So, Ryan, you will actually go first since you're yep. in last place right now. How many points would you like to wager? All 20. All 20 will be your wager. Okay. And then pick a number one through five. Five. Number five. On this show, which aired from 1983 to 1991, host Don Herbert would conduct a variety of experiments with his young helpers. Mm. I know it. I forgot this. God, I didn't get this one. Wow. You don't know it? I think... I think you know the show, but I don't think you realize it was a Nick show, and I think if you did, maybe you would remember That's what I'm thinking. All right. I'm surprised they didn't show it on the documentary. I don't and know. Maybe they did, and maybe you're just not making that connection. Yeah. Okay, so Ryan gives up. Clint, why don't you let the listeners know what it is? Mr. Wizard. Mr. Oh, Wizard. Correct. Come on. That's right. That's a Nickelodeon show. Yep. And actually, I found out he had a show like back in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. that he did very similar things um, to what he did on the one that actually got put on Nick. Uh, it was one of their first shows. So. Clint, 
What's your wager, sir? 25 points, please. Well, I have 30, right? Correct. No, how many points do I have? Okay, I'll go 25. Just to have five left over when I lose. <laughs> 25. Okay, here we uh, go. I'll go number three, please. Number three. Although she only appeared on seven episodes, Alanis Morissette is arguably this show's most famous alum. Uh, that would be, um, you can't do that on television. Very good. Exactly correct. So you are now five points ahead of Alex with Alex having three questions. It's going to be two questions left and a trap. And if he gets the trap, depending on what he wagers, he may lose. So what would be smart here? Oh my I don't God, know. You I figure that out, bud. You should, you, should do, you should do a decimal too. Do like 14.75 points. So what, you're Times ahead pie. by five? Yeah, yep. I think so. So you've got to wager at least six if you want to try to win. If you pull the trap card, you're automatically going to lose because it doesn't matter who you give the points to. This sucks. Because you will only have 44 left. But that's how that's how much you have to wager if you want to try to win. It doesn't really well, matter if I'll you just, wager more. Yeah, I'll go for six. Six points is your wager. And okay. here comes the trap. I'm going for it's number four. Number four is the trap question. Oh. <laughs> I knew it. I had a feeling with 4D that was going to be it, man. I always four is my number, man. I always choose four. Oh and man. I was like, oh, this is going to happen. Oh, so man. our winner for this week Unreal. is Clendingus. Oh, Alex, I'm sorry. Can, can, I, Joey, first no, of all, the game's is, I gave 20 points to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you destroy those 20 points. You didn't know the answer either. <laughs> it wasn't my question. <laughs> Um, can we, oh, first of all, Joey, again, good job. I would yeah. love to know the other two questions since you went to the trouble of writing them out. Yes. Uh, the other two were, which show was canceled when Nick opened their studios in Orlando and couldn't justify production costs filming in Arizona anymore? Oh, hey, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I hey, guess. Dude, correct. Yeah. And then famous voice actor D. Bradley Baker was this show's announcer and also voiced Olmec. Legends of the Himited Temple correct mm. man, i would have had this game you would have man i would have had this game guys i really should have won this is this is this is unfair i'm leaving i'm going back to secondary heroes now when did mickey when did mickey mouse show up <laughs> kind of mickey mouse operation are you guys running over here anyway my internet is <laughs> dude you guys should see the pose alex is frozen in right now <laughs> it, it, uh, <laughs> there you go. Alex, did you know the Alanis Morissette question? Uh, I would have guessed. Uh, I would have guessed what you guessed. Cool. Just because the only reason why is because she's Canadian and that's a Canadian mm -hmm. show. Yep. I mean, when the math adds up, just ask Nate. Math joke. Oh. Dang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Alex, seriously, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. No, um, you guys for you. having me. We love having you on, obviously, because this is the second time. Plus, you were on our uh, uh, Nerd Unite Con show, game show, and you did well there. Um, but 
let's uh let's do do some plugs for us let us know people where can find you and or anything else you are involved in please well i'm not involved in much but i am involved in the secondary heroes podcast uh you can follow us over on uh twitter facebook instagram we're fairly active i guess uh and you can follow <laughs> me <laughs> you can follow me on uh my name is delorean wolfgang just missing the a in wolfgang for twitter because there wasn't enough characters but yeah so you can follow me on instagram alexander underscore wolfgang which is just pretty much my delorean all the time so don't worry about that no 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 now to give you credit you t- you have some phenomenal photos sir some you've taken and some you're in so um you can't you can't you definitely worth a follow just to see some of those um when when COVID hit i love that sign of you saying everything's going to be okay standing out from the delorean like you traveled yeah. back from the future so but still still my waiting favorite, on that one my favorite alex photo doesn't even involve his delorean it's the one when he worked at the funko hollywood opening oh and yes. it's the black and white photo of him with the hollywood sign reflected in the sunglasses and he's holding up the oh, little hollywood yeah. credit you know what's I funny love that picture you want to know what's real funny about that? I actually shot that picture in my office with I I took I had a screenshot of Hollywood sign on my computer screen. <laughs> I sat really close to this computer screen oh, with wow. the glasses, and I just took the picture like that. Well, it turned out phenomenal. It did. Turn, I, I thought it was photoshopped. I'm impressed. Man, I've got some stories about that Funko Hollywood. I got in trouble a lot over there. Well. <laughs> Well, between you and Dima, a former guest, along with Cameron and Sully, I'm not surprised to hear that. So, um, but anyway, seriously, follow you. I, I, I thank you again. This has been a blast. A um, couple quick housekeeping rules or housekeeping things again. Dorksman at gmail.com. We do an email. We actually do read them. We just might not respond immediately. Uh, an example of that is we do have one of the Newland brothers. I think John sent us some questions. I do add to the sheet, even though they're not on Twitter. But hashtag ask the Dorksman on Twitter um we'll find your questions we'll add it we'll answer just like we did today at the underscore dorksman on instagram and twitter is where you can find us we have a facebook presence i'm not great at updating it but thank you for those that actually like it and interact with it and um i think that's it from following our own asian tony stark aka ryan will be stream oh usually tries to stream mondays thursdays and saturdays on his own personal channel please follow him at the or at asian tony stark and he will give you details about when he is going live i will be going live on tuesday uh, playing mario kart seven o'clock pacific time on the dorksman channel twitch.tv slash the dorksman hopefully Sully will be able to join me i know he is announcing prizes for the whole nerd unite extra life campaign so we might not have time which is the way it is fine uh friday seven o'clock pacific time also on twitch we do dorksman game night hosted by ryan it's been jackbox for months now and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere because it just gets more and more funny and more and more popular so please join us for that i think that's it unless anybody else has anything else to say nope i don't fantastic well we will do our sign-offs alex i hope you have one i think this is not news to you so i will i will start and we'll do a counterclockwise from the order we're in with that said word homies fart joke slime delorean wolfgang roll out